welcome to In The Know. I'm Elaine Hayes, Mortgage and Equity Release Advisor at Lucas Fetus Financial Planning, and I'm joined today by Craig Faulkner from AdviseWise, a later life lending sourcing platform, to give us an insight into lifetime mortgages. Hello, Craig. Hi, Elaine. Thanks for joining us today. It's my pleasure. So, lifetime mortgages, they're one type of later life lending, but what is a lifetime mortgage? Uh, well, a lifetime mortgage is very much as the name suggests. So, in simple terms, it's a mortgage with a fixed rate for life. Now, obviously, everybody lives for different periods of time, so that's why they can never call it a 20 or 30 year mortgage, because they, they simply don't know how long someone will live for. Um, but it is designed to run from the point it's taken until the point that customer passes away or goes into long-term care. In the event that it was a joint applicant, it would be on the remaining spouse or party uh, passing away or going into care. But in terms of how it works, the, the great thing is now with a lifetime mortgage, uh, it's much more flexible and there are many more safeguards than there used to be. Uh, and nowadays, a customer can actually control the debt, uh, whether that's through regular or ad hoc payments. Um, and it can even be paid off entire, entirely uh, in full if they want to pay it off early. But there could be early repayment charges. So it's not designed to replace a conventional mortgage, um, but it can look and feel very similar in the way that you can make payments. If someone were to uh, to repay a lifetime mortgage early, generally the, the charges to do so are in place for about eight to 15 years. So that, that gives you an idea in terms of the lenders, how long they project the, the um, mortgages will generally run for. Uh, but as I said, everybody uh, lives for different periods of time. And uh, unfortunately, I've left my crystal ball in the car today, so I can't tell you how long that's going to be. Um, but uh, the interest is then charged at like a normal mortgage rates generally at the moment are, are about sort of three percent upwards but it does vary depending on someone's circumstances um now the the interest is designed to accumulate uh, and that's why sometimes people refer to lifetime mortgages as uh, reverse mortgages because what they actually mean is it's a mortgage but instead of paying the money up front or, or in payments each month it's all paid at the end so the plan is designed to let the interest accumulate throughout the term and therefore no payments are required but as i say for those that uh, that do have the income to be able to support it, uh, then they absolutely can control the debt too. Uh, and then, uh, as I say, everything is repaid uh, upon death or uh, entering long-term care uh, for the, the second applicant, or if it's just in sole name, uh, for that one client. Excellent. Thank you. And, and who are they suitable for? Um, well, anybody that's over the age of 55 that owns their home, and I would has, say has over about 50% equity, could be eligible for lifetime mortgages. And now I emphasise the word could, because uh, someone at the age of 55 could borrow a much more mod modest sum than someone in their 70s or 80s, for example. So just being eligible doesn't always mean it's suitable. But that's the first starting point, is you've got to be over the age of 55, own your property, and ideally have at least 50% plus in equity um, based on the way these plans are, are designed. Um, in terms of who they're suitable for, anyone that fits that profile that has a need to raise money. So uh, while it, it is um, sometimes used to create emergency funds, for example, a, a, an emergency fund, you know, in case of emergency, as the name suggests, but generally speaking, it's not recommended to have funds just sat idle on deposit. So lenders will always uh, emphasise that there must be a need for the funds uh, in terms of why someone's taking equity release or, or lifetime mortgages, as they are more commonly known. Brilliant. Why might somebody want to utilise this? Can they use the money for? There's lots of purposes. And to be honest, most of those purposes are absolutely valid and acceptable. Um, I suppose one caveat being lenders don't tend to allow investments um, because if you're taking money out of your home to invest, the, these lenders have got a duty of care to treat customers fairly and to look out for their best interests. 
And in many cases, in fact, most cases, the interest that would be applied to a lifetime mortgage would outweigh the return most people would get on an investment. So lenders don't tend to allow that. So that, that's probably one of the few caveats to say investments are, are certainly um, a, a problem in that sense. But it's a problem in order to protect the, the future of that client. But in the main, uh, clients use lifetime mortgages really to enhance their lifestyle or solve a potential money problem. Uh, and that can be repaying mortgages, um, whether they've come to the end of their term and they need repaying or simply they want to repay them. Much more popular nowadays than ever before is helping family members. As you'd imagine with the pandemic, a, a lot of people have found you know, sons and daughters, grandchildren in need of a helping hand. It doesn't always have to be a huge amount. You know, it may be a reasonable amount to help with education. Um, it might be a more modest amount or a huge, uh, bigger amount to help them get on the property ladder. Um, but a lot of people nowadays do see equity release or lifetime mortgages, as they're commonly known, as a good means means to be able to support family members, almost like a I sometimes hear it referred to as a living inheritance, where they say, well, I see that money as being my children's or my grandchildren's money, and therefore I'd like to give them it now, while number one, I can actually be alive to see them enjoy it. Um, because I can imagine there's a great deal of satisfaction uh, seeing a family member um, thrive from that little bit of a cash injection. Um, but also, you know, from a, from a point of view of the, the money now, even if it's a smaller amount, may make so much more to that family member than 20 years down the line. You know, 20,000 now, for example, and I'm picking figures out of thin air, 20,000 now might help someone onto the property ladder, whereas 50,000 in 20 years time might not be as needed for them because they've already made those uh, life-changing uh, decisions. So uh, helping family members is certainly a big one alongside mortgages. And then after that, it, it's things like making home improvements, maybe doing adaptations to the garden. Uh, some people use it to adapt the house to be suitable for their later life planning. Uh, so maybe someone is um, saying that they're getting of a certain age and therefore they need a different profile of bathroom or they, they need some help and aids around the house, maybe even a stairlift and things like that. Um, and after that, it tends to be more um, what I call emotive uh, objection, uh, objectives. So buying cars, paying for holidays, uh, maybe buying a, a motorhome, things like that. Um, I think one thing that I, I've always found uh, from my advising days is lifetime mortgages can be much more fulfilling in terms of when you're helping clients because you're not just moving them from one fixed rate to another and saving them you know maybe a, a few pounds per month but actually you're helping them potentially achieve their dreams and whether their dream is to help their family member or go off on that uh, world cruise of a lifetime um is not for me to judge um it's for for everybody to decide how they want to spend that money most of those purposes are generally okay with uh, with lenders so there's lots of different options there what do you think the pros and cons are of taking out a lifetime mortgage uh, yeah, you're quite right there, Elaine. There, there are lots of considerations. And without wanting to speak negatively, I, I like to sort of give both sides of the argument. Uh, there are risks as well, whether that's risks as an advisor, whether it's risks as a customer as well. But uh, the, the good news is the way that the plans are structured nowadays and the, the regulation that's involved in this market uh, means that those risks are, are much lower than they ever used to be. Um, so I would always say all options should be considered before looking to take a lifetime mortgage um, or, or indeed releasing any equity in your home. So whether you're talking about a lifetime mortgage or a traditional mortgage, all options should be considered to make sure that is a, a suitable and viable option for that particular customer and their individual circumstances. Um, so a full assessment should always be made by an advisor into the client's circumstances to understand if the reason for raising funds is valid, but more importantly, whether they should consider any alternatives. 
Uh, now, those alternatives can be, uh, you know, varied, but we're talking about maybe could they be eligible for grants? You know, if they're making home improvements, is there any government grants that's available? Um, might they be eligible for benefits? Um, I know that may sound a little perverse because you'd think most people would know and be claiming what they may be entitled to. But you'd be very, very surprised how many people are entitled to more than they're currently receiving. And some that don't even realise they should have had anything at all. In fact, I remember a story, I believe it was 2021, so it's certainly very recent, uh, where a customer went to see a lifetime mortgage advisor to release funds from the home. Absolutely valid reasons for doing so. And on paper, it, it absolutely made sense. It was only when that advisor started doing further checks that they realised that customer, I believe he was in his 70s, and he'd not been drawing a state pension. Now, I don't know the exact reasons why. I don't know if it was deferred and he'd forgotten to sort of review it or what. Um, but actually, he was owed over £100,000 in back payments from his pension. A, a very nice, good news story where, unfortunately for that advisor, there, there was no business to be transacted. Fortunately for that customer, he spoke to an expert advisor that does these kind of checks and looks into these alternatives and found actually, yes, there was still the need for money, but there was no longer a need for a lifetime mortgage. So those sorts of alternatives should always be considered, as well as other things like if it's a less, if it's a more modest amount of money, could a family member help? I've seen instances in the past where I've spoken to clients and recommended they take uh, lifetime mortgage and but also recommended they speak to the family about it because sometimes you'd be surprised what they suggest and many have come back to me and said you know what now that I've spoke to my son or my daughter or whatever the situation may be they've realized why I need some money uh, and as a result they've agreed to club together and, and help me do that because that protects potentially their inheritance um, so things like asking family members uh, looking into taking a lodger I know these aren't always palatable options you know I, I can imagine many clients you know sit there and say oh, I don't want a stranger in my home and things like that I don't but sometimes they don't want to ask family members for help because they may be a little bit proud but it's absolutely worth looking into every eventuality because I always say if you've discussed all of the potential alternatives to a lifetime mortgage and decided that the lifetime mortgage was right then the risk is going to be minimal because there are so many safeguards uh, it would be remiss of me not to say the biggest alternative to lifetime mortgages which is downsizing now again a lot of customers are happy to do that for some they've been in that property for years it's got the family history and they, they want to stay there even if it may feel a little bit daunting looking after a bigger garden or, or a four bedroom house when you only need two and things like that so absolutely all those options should be uh, should be explored but as i did allude to um not not all of these options are always applicable to these customers but so long as they've been considered the risk will be minimal um certainly given that almost all lifetime mortgages offer what's called a no negative equity guarantee and that simply means that you can never owe more than the property is worth uh, and because the rate is fixed for life, it gives security in making an informed decision from the outset. Um, again, I go back to the crystal ball analogy. Unfortunately, no one knows what's around the corner. Three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years down the line. So absolutely, some people may take a lifetime mortgage now and further down the line with hindsight think actually, maybe that wasn't the best option for my circumstances. But I always say if they're speaking to a specialist and that specialist and that client have been open and honest with each other, have explored every possible alternative, find lifetime mortgage was right at the time, then um, there's very few risks from, from that instance in getting the decision wrong. You spoke about the need um, to speak to a specialist advisor regarding lifetime mortgages. I feel this is because there are so many different options and products out there. Can you just recap on the, the main point? Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I think in two words, 
it's vital. Absolutely. Getting advice in this area is absolutely crucial. Uh, and you're quite right there, Elaine, where you said that there are many different options available. Um, you know, tech innovation in this space is welcomed and, and much needed. Um, I mean, we at AdviceWise are at the forefront of this. But even we see that while there's more and more innovation coming to market to help clients gain a better knowledge of the products, we can't ignore the facts that a lifetime mortgage is more complex than a traditional mortgage. And it's important that you have a specialist that understands the plan fully in order to get the right advice and ultimately the best plan for the client's needs. Uh, and the reason for that is um, that the market has moved away from it just being rate driven. So it's not always a case of whatever is the lowest rate is the best plan. There are nuances in terms of the protections it comes with, the safeguards, the payments. And you need an, an advisor that's got the, the skill set to be able to explore that client's full scenario and then advise them accordingly. Many clients, and thankfully, with lifetime mortgages, you can't do non-advised sales. So at the minute, you do have to see an advisor. But I, I would never want to see it go down that route because absolutely an advisor knowing your circumstances is going to get you the best deal and sometimes as i say the best deal isn't always the cheapest deal it, it might be that client's planning to pay it off after eight years so i'm going to look for a plan that allows that rather than tying them in for longer i often say because cashbacks come with these plans and factoring in the cashback can actually mean sometimes it's cheaper to take a higher rate, which sounds perverse, I know, but to actually take a higher rate with a cashback may actually transpire to be cheaper in the long run than taking the lowest possible rate. Um, so yeah, absolutely vital that anyone taking a lifetime mortgage does it through getting advice from a specialist, even if this has been listened to in five or 10 years time and robo-advice is the norm or anything like that. Um, I would absolutely always advocate getting an advisor, speaking to a specialist that knows the market uh, and they, they can make sure that you make the very best decision for the client at that time. That's brilliant. Thank you so much, Craig, for joining us today. I hope the listeners have found the conversation useful and we look forward to the next In The Know. The content in this episode refers to lifetime mortgages. To understand the features and risks, ask for a personalised illustration.